I'm Anna Raimondi, coming to you from the Angel Cooperative in Ridgefield, Connecticut. Welcome to this episode of Talking to the Dead in Suburbia. Today, our guest is David Kennett. I hope you just heard that, that beautiful music that began this podcast. It is absolutely beautiful. I have to tell you, so I channel Mary. She was front and center, front and center. Um, it is absolutely amazing. So I'm going to thank you for being here, even before I introduce you, in case any of you are wondering who David is. He is a musician, voice coach, and intuitive. Throughout his childhood, David suffered from severe life-threatening chronic asthma. However, shortly after he began singing regularly in his early 20s, his asthma all but completely healed. At age 21, David made his debut at New York City's Lincoln Center with the internationally acclaimed capella group, the Starscape Singers. He has offered workshops across Europe, Russia, the Middle East, China, South America, and of course, in the United States. David also lectures on the practical application of sound therapy at the University of Santa Barbara, California, and with the, and with the United States Air Force. David feels our voice is our connection to divine and calls his vocal and instrument expression soul sounding. Soul sounding is a transmission of high vibrational energetic tones that helps shift you into a deeper state of awareness, allowing you to remember home. Home is where the heart is, where unconditional love, unlimited joy and peace resides. This tonal offering has the potential of slowing down, if not completely halting, confusing mental chatter, giving you the opportunity to enter into a timeless state of balance and clarity. And that's what David is putting out there for the world. Before I begin, when you were playing that, a man named Michael stepped in. Do you know who Michael is? He loves you. Okay. The minute you started playing this, I heard I'm Michael. Let him know how proud I am. Um, he's playing the piano um, and he's saying, um, you take what he did and you bring it into the highest level because although his music might have been wonderful and he might have been quite successful because he's telling me he was successful, your success is different because you're changing people and you're changing the world. And he wants you to know how absolutely proud he is of you. Wow. Thank you for transmitting that message. And I, I definitely feel my dad's presence and that just, that touches me very deeply. Um, He's quite funny. My dad will um, com communicate with me at, at coffee shops. Um, I've had uh, incredible experiences at coffee shops. I don't know if we want to get into that, but he is, he's definitely around me. And I've actually had strangers come up to me after I perform in a salt cave or um, at an event, strangers, and they will say to me, they'll, they'll just for whatever reason, they'll say, thank you, Michael, to me. And I'm like, Michael? <laughs> My name's well, David. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he'd uh, like to capitalize on it, though, because, <laughs> you know, this is an extension of him. Is your well, mother still living, by the way? Your mother's still living? My mother's still living, yes. And okay. she's about to visit me next week for my birthday. Okay, well, happy uh, birthday. Um, he wants you to tell her that she is the most beautiful woman he's ever met in her life, that she was movie star beautiful, and she that is. he loves her so much, and she's still beautiful beautiful inside out. She's still beautiful, 81 years old, and she's amazing. Um, she blessed. inspires me, yes. 
thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Um, she, she, I will definitely play this for her. She will be deeply touched to to hear your message from my dad and to her. And uh, is there anything else that? Uh... Well, it's so funny. I usually don't start on the podcast, but does that become anybody? I'm very moved. But he's, the he's... he played that. It was like his music is different than your music, though. Very different. And and I, I you know, it, it's my father was Michael Small. Um, I did change my last name. I never did like the name Small. <laughs> I love my family. It was nothing against my family, but uh, changed my name in 1998 when I saw Crop Circle in an area of England called West Kennet Borough. And I was like, Kennet, I love the sound of that. So, but anyway, my, my father was the late Michael Small who did um, many, many movies in Hollywood um, and a lot of commercials. And um, he um, best known for Marathon Man, did the music for Marathon Man, did some very creepy, scary movies, even yeah. though my dad had an incredible sense of humor. Da, 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 da. Exactly. You know, which is not your music because he keeps saying, like, I'm hearing the pain, like the banging on the piano. Da, 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 da. Right. Well, he could he could write any style of music. He could write uplifting music. He just happened to be very good at uh, particularly with the with scary music and paranoid music. But he um, he also wrote music that could uplift your soul. But his music, his work was about films. Right. And so he was really at the service of the mood of mood of the movie, what the movie was about, right? So, um, but uh, yeah, so this is quantum sound I'm offering. It's, um, it, it, you know, sound music reaches us on multiple dimensions. Um, it reaches us on emotional level. We all know that music and sound can change how we feel. Um, we know that music um, can be motivating. It can uplift us. It can um, it can it can help us um, sometimes even process our feelings, our emotions, what we might be going through. But not everybody knows that sound can actually work on a subconscious level and actually help us rewrite uh, programs that might not be serving us. You know, our subconscious mind, they say, and I'm sure you've heard this before, is is more powerful than our conscious mind. They say it's seven, it's 95% in control of our behavior and our habits. So even though we can, you know, we can say out loud, um, you know, um, I, I am confident, I am confident, I'm confident, you know, um, that's not going to make a whole lot of difference unless the subconscious actually believes that statement. And so that's where um, I'm excited about uh, the work and what I'm able to offer as a service for people um, while they're having a session, hearing these, this music while I'm singing we can actually have a very specific intention, co-create, come up with an affirmation, come up with a program, as it were, software that we, that we can install, hack the, hack the subconscious mind and, and get some powerful, empowering programs that um, help somebody um, overcome their obstacles and reach their goals. How did you get into sound healing? So this started actually, I mean, thanks to my course, it really does start with my dad and um, in my childhood, um, he would, uh, we would play magic carpet. Uh, we would sit on a, a carpet, um, Persian carpet that he had in his studio with various instruments that he'd be using to uh, write a film score with. But with me, because I was like a little kid, he, you know, he, he became a kid and uh, we entered in the world, into the world of imagination. And this was so helpful for me, opened my mind uh, expanded my mind because 
Um, we would imagine the carpet rising off the floor and flying over the earth and singing different, we would start to sing different songs for each mm -hmm. um, country we were over and each culture and even different planets, right? Um, so he really opened my mind to music. Um, I suffered a great deal in my childhood um, with asthma, chronic, severe, life-threatening asthma, and nearly died a few times. My mom would rush me to the hospital in the middle of the night. She'd run red lights. She saved my life by getting me to the ER room in time to get the EpiPen. My bronchial tubes would open up and I could breathe again, <sighs> right? And so medical, um, Western medicine uh, really saved my life many, many times, but the asthma still remained and we were looking all for answers. My mom would take me to you know medical specialists, but also um, naturopathic doctors, uh, healers, and nobody could help me until I went to a rehearsal. Um, this was uh, a singing group of singers. This was a, a group of singers called Starscape. And I was 18 years old. My dad invited me to this rehearsal. He, had, he really admired this group of singers. They had these extraordinary voices and the interesting thing about this singing group, Starscape, is many of the singers had never really sung before. Kenneth Mills, their director, had this gift of helping them find their voice. So, um, you know, what, what, you know, a woman who was just, you know, kind of locked the cubicle as a secretary as her, 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 her day job, um, suddenly realized that she had a four octave range that she could sing, uh, almost like an opera singer, uh, thanks to Kenneth Mills, who had this gift of helping people find their own gift. And um, he did it through imitation, so he would make a sound. So I was at this rehearsal, and Kenneth Mills turned to me, and uh, I was 18 years old, and um, he said, David, would you like to sing? And I said, me <laughs> and uh, I had only sung a little bit in choir in growing up in, in middle school and um, but nothing nothing serious and um, so he he began giving me a, t a sound and went, oh he had a very powerful rich voice and I imitated like I was I was shy I was only 18 years old um, and uh, after just a very short time my voice opened up and suddenly I had a pretty good range, about a three octave range, and I began to sing with this singing group. Well, here's where it gets interesting. The more I began to sing, the more my asthma went away, to the point where I would say it's 98% gone. I haven't had an as real asthma episode where I was like coughing and choking since I was like that age, around my teenage years and I'm turning 50 next week. <laughs> um, so singing uh, really literally saved my life. And um, so the, I started to investigate about sound aside from the grace of God, the grace of uh, what I feel the singing was doing for me. There's real like scientific studies around uh, benefits of sound and, and music of course, but also just sound itself. Um, humming, what humming does for the body, we can increase nitric oxide, which helps us metabolize oxygen. When we hum strong enough, long enough, there's these little sacs in our sinus membrane that will release nitric oxide into our blood, helping us absorb oxygen more. It's really cool stuff. Um, for, for the singers out there, they perhaps know that when we sing, we can increase some of the happy neurochemicals like oxytocin. Uh, dopamine, serotonin, 
and really interesting with, with what's going on now in the world today. Uh, not everyone knows this, but singing, honing, can actually improve our immune function. They did a study at Frankfurt University with a choir that was rehearsing Mozart's Requiem. And after an hour of singing, they took a blood sample from every choir member and noticed a dramatic increase in immunoglobin A, which helps with fighting pathogens, protecting us from harmful bacteria and that kind of thing. So, um, so not only are the, is the neurochemistry uh, affected, the, the, uh, the neurohormones like dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, but we're, the immune function is, 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 is helped, uh, is, is healed and, and uh, balanced. So yeah, there's, it's a whole world. Um, and uh, so I call my work, I keep on changing the name. I'm, I'm calling it quantum sound therapy now because really sound operates, sound and music reaches us on multiple dimensions. It reaches us not, we, we all can agree that it reaches us on an emotional level and, and, and psychological level, but not everyone knows that it actually affects us physically and of course spiritually, but physically sound is an energetic wave, right? And just like we can send information on a light wave, like in fiber optic technology, we can carry ones and zeros on a wave. That's how fiber optics work. Sound is also a wave. It's pressurized waves of energy. And this reaches us. Um, it pen sound penetrates our skin. It goes right into the marrow of our bones. It goes deep, deep, deep inside us. Um, and um, for per perhaps uh, many of us are, are familiar with the sensation of being at a rock concert or a, a club where they're playing music really loud and we feel um, literally like our bones or our organs are shaking, right? <laughs> Sound is going right into our bodies. And it's, it's pretty cool when you start to um, use that in an intentional way. So you have an intention and that intention is carried on the wave into the body, into the cells, into the spirit. You know, what's so interesting, um, you know, music is the universal language. So we all can experience music, um, even when there's no singing, even if you're toning, it's universal. You know, the angels love the singing because it touches humanity. Mm. We touch universally. Um, you know, also as human beings, you know, we don't recognize how important it is to feel. You know, people want to hear and they want to see, but it's that feeling, you know, that brings divinity into us, that sparks the divinity within us so that we can share across, you know, the continuum, you know, of, of humanity. We can touch each other and we don't need to be in the front of people because it's, it's, it's vibration. You know, it's all a bunch of notes together that vibrate. You know, it's absolutely amazing. But to hear that it helps us physically, I think that um, some people don't know that. You know, I mean, it's been shown that, you know, Alzheimer's patients, oh, you know, you play music from their era and it's like they snap out of it. You know, it's, it's that memory, it's the energy, it's the feeling of the music that they snap out of it. But mm -hmm. we don't hear enough about that. No. Well, it, it go, it, as one client told me, she says, she said to me, you're able to reach places that I have not been able to reach otherwise. Sounds goes into a very deep place. And I think it's still, a, it's still a music and sound really 
um, how how all the benefits are, what all the benefits might be, but it definitely it can get in there, and that's why um, you know I'm not a psychotherapist and I'm, I'm not a psychologist, and I never pretend to be, but a lot of my work can sound like that because I'm often you know I'm intuitively I'm able to to help people um, feel into their emotions that might be blocking them. Um, also, I'm able to help people um, know what's going on subconsciously. That's the hard part, right? Uh, a lot of us who at least are, are, are brave enough to feel our feelings are aware at least of like, I'm feeling sad today, I'm feeling angry, but, but it's almost impossible um, to, unless you start to engage your intuition um, or use different tools out there like um, applied kinesiology, muscle testing, to know what's going on um, perhaps subconsciously. And, and the subconscious information is really important to know because even if we say we want something, if we want to attract our soulmate, we might be running a program that's, that's sabotaging that and not even know it, right? Um, and so that's where um, something like sound therapy um, obviously, there's other things out there like hypnosis, but to re to change the subconscious program um, is is so life changing. And um, yeah, there's sound baths have become very popular now, and it's very useful for relaxing. But not everybody knows that uh, beyond the relaxing benefits of sound therapy, that that you can come away from um, experiencing. Um, singing bowls or instruments um, like changed, like altered forever because if you use intention, you can actually rewire your, your hard drive. And that's what's, I'm a hypnotherapist and that's the difference. So if I'm working with somebody, you know, I'm, I'm in, you know, they're, they're in their subconscious mind talking to me from their subconscious mind. Unless there's an intention to change, do this you can do the same thing 50 times you know there has to be an intention that's true you know so you know it's uh i don't know i i think that there's a lot of benefit to what you're doing um and you know and it seems so much easier i'm not saying it's easy because it all requires work um but people love music you know i mean Mm. i've never met anyone in my life i may not like the music they like but they like music do you work with people one-on-one I do. I do one-on-one sessions. Um, I was obviously seeing people in person, but now I'm doing that on Zoom. And fortunately, I've I've come up with you know a system here where it sounds pretty good, and people wear headphones, and they can have a very powerful experience, even though I'm not present in the room with them. Um, and so, as you know, energy healing, all healing can work at a distance, and um, and people heal themselves. That's what I, as you know, it, it's it's a co-creative experience and. Like you said, they've got to really, they've got to really have an intention. People have to want it. You know, I work with addictions, and I've had great success with smoking and sugar and um, even more serious drugs. Um, and those people who I got re- amazing results with really were ready. They mm-hmm. wanted it. They were like, "I'm ready to change." It's not a silver bullet unless you, unless you want it. You know, you have to no, really be, um, be in a place where you just like, "I've had it." You know. Enough is enough. <laughs> you know, from the beginning, I was working with people with smoking. I quit that very quickly and went totally into past life regressions. Interesting. Because half the people that were coming to me, it's because their spouse wanted them to. 
It's like, no, you don't stop smoking for them. You stop smoking for you. Mm. No, um, you got, you know, but it's with any kind of healing. You have to say, you know, especially with drugs, I am an addict. I am an mm. alcoholic. You know, Start I do there. use heroin and I want to change. You know, I used to have a sign on my office wall that says, you are responsible. You know, I'm not responsible for your healing. You're responsible for your healing. You know, and I love when people like put that out there because people want, heal me. Like, <laughs> I can't, nobody can heal you but you. Exactly. You have to walk the walk. What is the most, like in terms of frequencies, what do you think is the best frequency, the most beneficial frequency for healing? I love that question. Uh, I feel, you know, there's a lot of information out there about different frequencies, you know, 432 hertz and um, the, um, the sophageo scale. For me, it was actually what Kenneth Mills showed me with regards to finding my authentic sound. So that to me is the most powerful because it's about, because all of us are, are so unique to think there's just one frequency that's just great for everybody, I think is not, not really realistic. We're all so unique and we're all in a different place in our journey. So what I love about um, what I was gifted with and I'm, I'm showing people also is how to find their core sound, their authentic voice. And even if you're not a singer, you can work with this. It's not thing to do with singing. In fact, it can really enhance um, the quality and the power potency of, of a speaking voice. And uh, there's a process that I lead people through and it's um, something that, um, that uh, I was shown. So it's, um, it starts with the breath. And um, I'll just do kind of a mini <laughs> demonstration for, for your audience. Um, and really, it, it just involves, first of all, just being very relaxed, keeping your shoulders and your neck muscles very relaxed, taking a nice deep breath from your diaphragm, expanding your diaphragm like a balloon and exhaling, contracting as you exhale through your mouth. And then when you're ready, and this can be kind of a vulnerable thing because we're working with something very um, personal. Um, we kind of do, it's called the baby's breath. And it's a very gentle exhale kind of like a sigh, but with zero energy. And so instead of like, oh, not like that, because that's way too much energy, but kind of like a baby, like it's a baby sound. It's kind of like this. I'll turn up the volume so everyone can hear me. Less energy, the better. And when you get to a place where you find that it feels like it's real, elongate that sound into, and I really encourage whoever's trying to do this as they're imitating this um, demonstration to find your own, I'm going, huh, but you can be up, huh. you know, your sound might be a different frequency, okay? So when you find that, you just, It's somewhat similar to the ohm, you know, the universal healing sound that some of you might be familiar with, but this is 
this is not really attached to any tradition or dogma. It's just the baby's breath. So when you get to a place, uh, you can to elongate it and then start to use it intentionally to direct it to your organs, to your muscles, where you might feel like there's an imbalance in your body. So this is, again, a very superficial um, demonstration. And, and uh, for people who are more, more interested, they can contact me about that. But um, um, yeah, it's um, to me, that is uh, the most healing sound, the, the soul sound. That's why I call my work, well, I keep on changing the name, but it's generally speaking, it's called soul sound, the soul sound, okay? This is the sound of our soul. It's our connection to the divine. Everything is vibration. Everything is at the very core of the atom, is, it's singing, everything is vibrating. So when we use our own voice, we're connecting with creation. Well, that's beautiful. And I also think that any kind of breath work, like I always tell people when I'm teaching them breath work, where does the breath come from? Mm -hmm. The breath comes from the highest vibration. And you yes. bring that breath into you and it, you go in a circle, it circles through you, you know, filters through you. Um, you're doing it with sound, mm -hmm. which adds something extra to it and makes it more, more beautiful because you're putting that sound out into the universe, not just the breath. So that's that's absolutely beautiful. I really love it. What instruments do you play when you do the work? So um, my 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 current setup is um, this is called a flow chime uh, behind me here. Um, then I have um, some Tibetan traditional Tibetan singing bowls, or the, the metal bowls. Then there's the um, they call these alchemy bowls. They're it's basically quartz crystal infused with it can be a semi-precious stone or a precious stone. There's even gold. Um, you can have a gold-plated quartz crystal bowl, which is what this is. Um, and honestly, um, some of these can be very pricey, um, uh, but they don't have to be pricey. There are ways of getting cheaper bowls if you want to go um, get them from... I, I, I'm not advertising, but China um, has some pretty good deals. Um, that one of the most ancient tools and most powerful tools is the drum. Um, this drum um, I like uh, a lot. It's called the buffalo drum. And you can drum yourself with it. That's the thing about drums. You drum yourself, you feel the vibration going into your body. And this is called a euphone. And um, it's, um, it's interesting. You have to wet your fingers to um, play it. And these are metal rods coming out of the instrument. I'll just turn down the volume a little bit. And um, it's rather magical. Oh my God, it's completely magical. <laughs> it, some people think it's from the Pleiades. It's from outer space. It's um, amazing. To me, it looks like an, an art installation at the MoMA. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a Cherokee flute that I, it's a, it's a long instrument, um, as you can see. And um, this, I was in Peru just before um, COVID hit, and I was in um, uh, Pizac, uh, which is in the Sacred Valley 
of Peru. If you go to Peru and see Machu Picchu, you can go to all these wonderful villages uh, on your route there. Um, and this was being sold by th this man's father makes these flutes. It's called the Cherokee flute. And this particular one is made of jacaranda uh, tree. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the jacaranda. It's a beautiful flowering tree, vibrant purple, and sometimes they're yellow flowers that are, are um, I'll play a little bit for you here. listening if your eyes weren't closed rewind and close your eyes so that you can feel that but you can also get um david's albums um for downloading on itunes and amazon there's one called soul sounding music for meditation and transformation and ancient stories i mean after listening to this i can't imagine that everyone who's hearing this won't download it. It's unbelievable. Thank you. Well, it's, it's, it's so much fun. You know, like that's the key is just have, have fun, find something you're passionate about. I love, I love um, playing instruments and, and ultimately just, I love helping people. Um, all of these tools that I've shared um, have worked for me. I don't do anything that I haven't actually done for myself. So it's, um, I, I like knowing what I'm offering is actually effective and, and can be life-changing. So thank you, Anna. Do you do group works with people as well on Zoom? Like I do. I do group. I actually, uh, universities sometimes hire me to um, do a Zoom session for a whole class. Um, uh, yes, but also, of course, individual Zoom sessions where we can really hone in on your goals and find out specifically the emotions that are blocking you from reaching the frequency of your goal. Um, and so, um, yeah, I do, I do do group sessions and individual sessions. And, um, you know, when travel gets easier, I travel. I will, I go, go different places and, and offer, um, offer journeys. So what is on your hit list for the U.S. in the future? Where do you plan well, on For the U.S., um, I just got invited to, to um, Sarasota. Uh, I know there's an open invitation to different places in Florida and of course, New York. Um, I still, I'm bi-coastal really, but I spend most time in California. So um, I love performing at the Roslyn Salt Cave um, in New York. Um, but uh, there's nothing, there's nothing really scheduled because of COVID in this country um, that I have to tell your audience. Unfortunately, I do have an exciting um, retreat coming up in Colombia in May. Um, and um, when the promotional material is ready, I can send it out to anybody interested. Um, there's going to be three other healers, a gong player, um, um, other, other modalities that are going to be offering. And it's going to be in a beautiful place um, near Cartagena, uh, which is a, uh, old, um, has an interesting history um, uh, in, in Colombia. It's an old Spanish um, city. And the retreat is in Baru, which is uh, on a peninsula at this gorgeous retreat uh, for four nights. So I'm very excited about that. That's the end of May, May 27th um, for four nights. Yeah. Oh, it sounds wonderful. Yeah. 
Well, you know, in Connecticut, we're moving ahead on this, on our vaccines, you know, so we're opening okay. it up at the end of the month of six years old and up. So hopefully the rest of the country will follow because we need to have people in person as well. You know, Zoom is yes. great, but you know, it's nice to see people in the flesh. So um, I'm glad you're doing a retreat. I miss doing retreats. Uh, I really miss doing retreats. Um, so I'm happy you're doing that and I hope people will sign up. What is your um, website address? My website is soul-sounding.com, soul, S-O-U-L, dash, sounding.com. Um, and uh, yeah, if people would, would you can get uh, information there. There's a lot of free stuff online. I'm on SoundCloud, I'm on YouTube and on Instagram. Uh, so check me out. Now you got to go on the clubhouse. That's my new thing. I don't quite yes, understand I'm... it, but I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm the same thing. I was like, I don't quite understand how this works, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you yeah. so much, David. I so appreciate you being with us today. Um, you're such a joy. And I'm sure so many people that are listening to this were touched by your message and understand at a better level what music and toning and healing through music is all about. I hope that everyone out there enjoyed today's episode. If so, please like, share, and comment, and be sure to subscribe to our channel so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much.
That was amazing. You know what's so fascinating? It's hard to distinguish where your voice ends and the instrument begins. It really it, works well with my voice, doesn't it? it? it like yeah. it all goes together. Yeah. No, and for anybody listening to this, this is a great way to open yourself up spiritually because this will blast you wide open, you know, to receive, you know, more messages, um, you know, expand your intuition, open up your third eye, because I, I could feel it like pulling like on my chest, like opening up my heart. So and healing. So, you know, please get his album. It's just wonderful. Thank you. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you, Anna.